I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. I don't have the soundboard. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Right here, it's Romaran and babyface producer Jasper, who is quickly becoming the uh, fifth man, <laughs> fifth man yeah. of, of the show. Because um, everyone else is out of commission this week. Uh, Stan has the Asia Basket um, commentary uh, duties. Hosting duties, as far as I know, Chino, I believe, has a gig because uh, you know stand-up comedy things. Uh, Emil is out with his girlfriend vacationing, well-deserved vacation, Jeez. and Rowan, Rowan has school. So the reason, you know, the people we hired specifically to take over in case the original <laughs> crew isn't available are also not available. So <laughs> you and me, babyface producer Jasper. Um, Maybe one day you'll officially be part of the show. One day, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. But technically, you're officially part of the show by virtue of being part of Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, thank you for tuning in to today's live stream. Uh, got a shout-out again. A couple of our friends. Um, see, Aoi, it's Glendale. They're watching us while watching the G1 Climax at the same time. I know it's almost over. But, you know, like I said, you could be watching just a G1 and then follow, you know, download the episode on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast after. But the fact that you chose to, you know, do picture in picture with us says a lot about, you know, how this has become quite the Thursday tradition. So thank you, guys. What up, Joseph? Uh, yeah, Jasper. That's what I'm telling you, man. <laughs> what I'm telling you. Oh no, no Jasper's hot. No, 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 no. I have a <laughs> ring. I'm, I'm taking. How are you, man? How are you, Jasper? I'm okay. It's really wet out here. Wait. It's. You have it's a ring? Warm. Are you married? Not yet. It's okay. just a thing. <laughs> it's just a thing the kids now do nowadays. But oh, yes. yeah. I'm okay. Hello. I'm happy Hello. to be no, here no, in no, the no. podcast. No, no, no. I still have a long way to go. Same, so, same. Freshly yeah. graduated last year. 
Yeah, uh, congrats on that. Uh, you are pretty young, very, very young. Very uh, young. <laughs> yeah, no, now I'm up with your Rowan at least. Rowan has not graduated yet. So, uh, again, thank you all for being here tonight. Um, we have not so stacked an episode like last week. I say uh, it's a it's a calm before the storm. We have a pay, uh, premium live event happening on Monday, but I don't know yet if we are gonna do a live stream watch party for that. But in case we do, it's time for the plugs. We have the Patreon community as well. Um, Shempre, we do the watch parties. We do the uh, talk of. Um, Premium live events, pay per views from AEW and WWE, and maybe other shows as well. Uh, G One C, I know Wrestle Kingdom season now will also be doing an NJPW watch party as well. So if you want to be a part of that, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreoncom wrestling wrestling podcast for only five dollars or around 275, 260 pesos thereabouts. Uh, as Awi said, it is a very small way of supporting the podcast. So. I know that some of the perks you get for free are outside, but Shempre, if you like what we do here on the podcast, content support lang. It's only like 275 every month. Um, I know that even though the prices are rising, despite what uh, our president says in his sauna, you know, uh, I think or I hope rather that you can still afford a little bit of support our way. So Shempre, um, we are trying to do this. Maybe not full time just yet, but we do, you know, hope that you appreciate all the content that we throw your way because we do love making the content. So, speaking of that content, we Shemper have um, exclusive, not the most super exclusive, but you know, review content of shows WWE, AEW, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Collision, Rampage, pay per views, and MWF as well, Care of Rowan. Uh, so, um, you get a lot of our thoughts. And a lot of our feelings, especially if you know you can't watch the podcast live or can't catch the uh, can't catch the episodes on Spotify, and Shempre, if you can't wait for us to dish out our thoughts as well, and Shempre, uh, we also have passabais. We're also working on that. Um, the next one is ideally on Black Friday, which is well a few months away. But Shempre made that and uh you know, who knows? We might do a, a shipping run, a WWE shop run, uh, AEW shop, AEW run, pro wrestling tees run, maybe even like uh, Roots of Fight run. Uh, if if enough people get to do it, so if you want to get your merch, your official authentic merch from uh, the online stores, you can join, and then magdasonantayo. Who knows? Again, all of that. For only 275 pesos, 260 pesos, thereabouts, $5, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. It's not there on the ticking scroller, the scrolling ticker at the bottom of the screen, but it is on our Facebook pages, our Instagram pages, all that good stuff. Shempre, we also have our upcoming viewing party. Babyface producer Jasper has put it on. SummerSlam watch party on August 6th. That is uh, the next Sunday. From this Sunday, um, early in the morning, gates open at six thirty a.m. The show starts at eight. Pero, siempre, if you want to get your tables early, if you want to reserve your your prime spots, then it's best to be there as early as possible. It will be at Skinny Mike Sports Bar in Bonifacio Global City. It's the one across Globe Tower, the one beside MC Home Depot. If you ha- if you guys haven't been there yet, but if you have, siempre, if you know, you know. 
tickets are available right now. 400 pesos early bird online selling up until July 30. So if you uh, don't get your tickets uh, before July 30, without a choice but to get the regular or walk-in tickets at the show, it's 500 pesos. But you know, uh, you can always get them. As early as now, snack.ph slash geek talk ph snack dot ph slash g e k t a l k dot ph ah no dot just uh, geek talk ph. Shempre, uh, we're all gonna be there. We're all gonna have a fun time. Uh, we're gonna watch the main event. Jay Uso try to take the championship from the tribal chief Roman Reigns. The tribal combat, and uh, we also have Finn Balor. Going up against um, Seth freaking Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Is he going to make Seth Rollins his seven-year bitch? We'll find out together at the <laughs> show. Yun, uh, but if you can't make it to BGC, uh, if it's if that's too far for you, if you're not from the area, if you're not from the center or south area, then a watch party from our friends at Hobby Stadium in New Manila, Quezon City. It's free, totally free to go there. But please, let's uh, support their business. Let's buy uh, breakfast, coffee. Their food there is top-notch. Um, it's a great companion for a morning show. So a lot of options for you guys to watch SummerSlam live. So let's support this and you know, let's grow the wrestling community in Manila. Maybe someday we can you know, do a watch party in the province. Who knows? All right. Let's move on. To the wrestling talk. Thank you so much, Babyface producer Jasper, for flashing the screens. Let's start the show officially with a talk. Tribal combat! Ooh, tribal combat! So here it is. It's official. Roman Reigns going up against Jey Uso in tribal combat. Uh, the rules are, I don't know if they're super different, but Shempre, it is uh, going to be a more meaningful, more ethnically uh, heritage, culturally meaningful. It's on, it's, you know, it's an honorable trial by combat. So uh, Solo Sikoa tried to attack Jey Uso, but Roman Reigns would have none of it because Shempre, even though he is a ga- manipulative gaslighter, he still wants to do things. He still respects the tribal customs. So, uh, Jasper, what do you think of tribal combat? And do you think it's a good enough wrinkle to this particular uh, championship match? Yeah. So, firstly, it's I would just like to say that it's surprising how WWE has stretched this storyline for so long already. And adding the fact that it all started with Jay. And I hope it ends with Jay. But that's just me. And... I get, I get it that we were all cheering for all the possible wrestlers na pwedeng mag-dethrone kay Roman. You know, like there's Drew, there's Cody, and of course my personal choice, Mr. Sami Zayn. But little did we know that it's Jay's story in the end. Yeah. Um, Siyempre, we'll, we'll talk about all the creative stuff um, next week when we predict SummerSlam. Pero siyempre, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, you know, we didn't expect a twist. I think we were all okay with the fact now, okay, it's going to be another one-on-one rematch. Normal match, yeah. Normal match. But I think this may uh, effectively bar Solo Sikoa from interfering. Because, of course, Roman Reigns didn't want him to, you know, mess this up already. So, who knows? I think we'll get a straight-up match Um no more bloodline shenanigans. Well, to be fair, because uh, there's no other 
pwedeng mag shenanigans. Nobody, nobody can run in, di ba? Uh, the, the Usos are not on his side anymore. And Solo has been uh, told to he's stand been eyeing, down. Yeah, he's been eyeing yeah. the, 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 the tribal chief necklace yeah. for a while. Do you think that's going anywhere? Uh, do you think I, I feel like um, they're only planting the seeds now? And Champion, the, the focus for then is Roman versus Jay. So I don't think that solo thing is going anywhere anytime soon. Oh, I have a feeling because I think that super kick that uh, solo took while Roman prevented the attack is probably the last straw that solo is gonna tolerate. I have a feeling that you know he could bring up some. Because there are a lot of Samoan from their family that are wrestling in the Indies that they, that they could probably bring up in the main roster. And so you're saying, so you're saying they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna, gonna call up Zilla, Zilla Fatu from the Indies <laughs> after having his first match. Yeah, why not? And rocket strapping him. At least Solo Sokoa went through NXT. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's possible. Could always deliver in just one match, one free match. I yeah, don't, who knows. Like a tribal chi- uh, man, a Samoan civil war, literally. <laughs> well, this is already the Samoan civil, the the Anuai, the bloodline civil war. Yeah. So, yeah, um, tribal combat. I think we will find out more. We do have one more episode of SmackDown, the Go Home episode, uh, next uh, this Friday. I don't know, two Fridays for that. So, two more episodes of SmackDown. I don't know how they're gonna stretch it more because uh, they already laid down the law. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this last week that um, the bloodline segments haven't been um, that intense. Like, uh, I hope personally, I don't, I don't feel as much um, love for it as I did before. It's still good; yeah. they're still acting pretty well. But until somebody like wrestles a tune-up match or whatever, um, they're they're kind of treading on the fact that uh, they're good actors. So. Yeah, and I don't know what they're gonna do left here, but um, let's hope that they have something nice planned for us. Yeah, yeah bring back Rikishi. I think um, I think Rikishi deserves to make an appearance here. <laughs> One last time. Uh, oh, deba. I mean, like <laughs> family is family, deba. As uh, <laughs> as as Dom Toretto likes to say. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the next topic on SmackDown. Yeah. LA Night. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So the thing that people thought he was going to win last Friday on SmackDown did not happen. Again, LA Knight lost the or his specific, his respective um Fatal 4-Way match as part of the US Championship Invitational. So, uh if I had a nickel for every time Rey Mysterio won over somebody people really like, <laughs> I would have two nickels, which is not that much, but it's, it's surprising that it happened twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, the first time was Brian was Daniel Bryan back in 2014. Um, so now, um, LA Knight, people get blue balls again. So what do you think of this? Um, are you a big LA Knight fan? And I can't remember if we talked about this last time. Yeah, I am. But I do agree that, you know, like what you said a few episodes ago, like he's not a spring chicken anymore. And <laughs> again, yeah, I'm upset. I feel like LA Knight fans are being played with this false, almost winning LA Knight. Reminded me of like uh, Dolph Ziggler back in 2016. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feuding with uh, the the Miz. The Miz, he kept, yeah. Yeah, he kept going for the Intercontinental, but you know, people were 
at his back and yeah, he kept losing. Yun. I think uh, WWE is like thinking that oh, we're going to postpone his push but we're going to get that momentum back when it's time. But little did they know that LA Knight put himself over not there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to ask Chad. Um, we've seen this before. Yes, people have been traumatized by how Vince likes to blue balls everyone, right? To edge yeah. people, if you will. Uh, do you guys trust that Triple H has a grander plan in store for LA Knight? Because he's already doing that with Cody now. Right? Cody's going through the gauntlet. But the thing with Cody is he is proven product. Right? Like yeah. we all know that Cody has to win at the end. And he's just doing uh, the longer hero's journey for now. But do you guys believe that um, LA Knight is being you know, pulled back to slingshot him even further? Uh, what, what do you guys think in the chat? Let us know and we'll sound, we'll sound it out. Uh, we'll respond. But I got Jasper. Do you think that do you, do you trust that there is a bigger plan in place for LA Knight? I think ito na yun eh, yung the US thing because they didn't give him the 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 money in the bank. What's there? What's the other one? Because the Intercontinental is like it's Drew's story and Gunther, and then there's the World Heavyweight Champion. There's like uh, Damien Priest and Finn and Seth. So where does he go after? That? Does he go back to NXT? That's weird. So so you think that because there's no other place for LA Knight to go. Um, there is like uh, a master plan here and uh, they'll be doing the thing. Nah, they'll eventually be pushing LA Knight despite, um, so. you know, despite it seeming like they're ignoring the, the, the will of the people. I hope so. Because, you know, like you said, there's only one week left before <laughs> SummerSlam. I hope they pull something like, uh, like a Brock Lesnar in uh, Money in the Bank and gets the, the Money in the Bank without him being in the card officially. Yeah. Okay, so let's read off the chat right now. Um, Leo is uh, hoping for a push after SummerSlam, which might be the case because I think cause they already had the long-term plans in place for SummerSlam. They can't basta-basta, even yeah. though um, you know, uh, people love LA Knight. So I think it's a matter of patience. Um, Ina says, yes, trust Triple H is creative. John JK says he trusts Hunter in this. Um, Glendale says he trusts Triple H. If they push Knight now, he might go Cena na bigla ibabu for being over it. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. A good point. Uh, I hope that you guys see that, you know, LA Knight's ring work. I don't want to trash him because we're all wrestlers here, but um, it is kind of basic. And I don't say that in a bad way. Some people might not like that. Some people might like that. But, you know, if you thrust him in that spot, um, it's him. It's on him to sink or swim. But like I said, not everyone can be like The Rock who simplified his moveset, right? Um Bruce says he wants LA Knight as US champ. Uh, Howie do. says yes and no. Yes, because it's about damn time and he's a hot commodity now. No, because they probably don't see him as a long-term champion. Well, what do you think? Do you do you see him as a long-term champion? Um, I thought there's another thing, but that I forgot to bring to bring up here. Uh, there are some backstage reports, care of Wade Keller from the Torch, that says that LA Knight may be rubbing people the wrong way in you know backstage. 
Uh, what do you think mm-hmm. of that? Kasi to me, even though that may be true, um, and I can say this uh, with uh, from firsthand experience, even though he might not be the most personable guy backstage, you do still have to push him because he is getting the the, the, the cheers. About yeah, yeah he, he is getting the views. Like um, if you go to the YouTube page, the YouTube channel in the WWE, he is you know he is really driving the views for. Um, Driving the views for WWE, parang yung mga videos with LA Knight are far and away the most viewed yeah. uh, by the people, by the universe. Yeah, you you remember the the one that he showed up in the pre-show with the no with I mean hit hit row too. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. a lot of views after being posted. And adding in adding yung ano yung shirt sales niya is like one of the top sellers nowadays too. I mean, if they were able to push Cena despite Cena being kind of a dick. Back in his younger years, then why, why can't you push? Him? Yeah, uh, Segura. The only thing is, you know, as long as he's not super toxic, then I think that uh, he should still get pushed despite being um, not the best guy backstage. You know, yeah. um, I think you can. Maybe it's a maybe it's a matter of you know people not understanding his personality. I hope it is because otherwise, um, I don't see. Uh, why he shouldn't be pushed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else to uh, get off your chest about Mr. Knight? No, Jasper? I, I I just hope he's the he finds a way to be part of the the match. We really need it. Right. The LA Knight fans need it. Yeah. Uh Derv says he hopes that it doesn't turn into another Enzo. That's true. Yeah. Enzo was super Yo. over. And then, um, uh, was toxic at backstage, yeah. It was super well, Nina was just super toxic, but uh, he was not the best force backstage. <laughs> that was yeah. he got that that false accusation about him, and that was an excuse for him to for them to to get rid of him, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's take a quick break before we move on. We have some great American bash predictions for NXT, and then we have some more things to talk about after this, especially AW. So uh, let's uh, hear from our fellow podcast and podcast network Asia. All right, we're back. Uh, just want to clarify something I said earlier. I said that uh, Jasper was going to be the fifth man. I forgot we were five already. So if you ever become a part of the podcast officially, Jasper, you would become the sixth man. And uh, you would become like Marlon Wayans. I don't know if you were old enough to catch the six man in cinemas, but let me end. You would be the six man who is alive. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to uh, Great American Bash is happening uh, on Monday morning, our time. I do not know yet if we are going to do a small watch party on Patreon because we do have access to the network. And uh, I know you guys miss some of the network exclusive PLEs. So, yeah, if you want to catch this live um you know what to do subscribe to patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast otherwise there are ways to watch it after the show uh no pressure no man it's just something that we would like to do all right so we have six matches on the main card and uh that's quite a bit for an nxt card but uh lately they've been knocking it out of the park um i know that nxt isn't uh on everyone's radar but the last premium live event was one of the better shows 
or one of the the best show that happened on that weekend. So let's move on to our first uh, match on the card, Jasper. Roxanne Perez versus Blair Davenport in a weapons wild match. I think that just means a hardcore match. Um, <laughs> their uh, big segment this week on NXT was, uh, yes, JK, there was a pre-show match, but I don't want to get into that so much because uh, it's kind of a mess. So uh, this one is, uh, they had a quick convenience store brawl <laughs> on NXT. <laughs> it's like the Stone so, Cold in the... Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so may may involvement pa ng police, no? So officially, Roxanne Perez is a fugitive, and since everyone knows where she is, She's like the Apollo Kebaloy of NXT <laughs> without the grave uh, accusations, you know. Yikes. All right, who's going to win this? Because both women need this. Roxanne has been on a downward trend since uh, losing the NXT Women's Championship. I know she's had the anxiety storyline. But Blair Davenport is also one of the rising forces on NXT. Yes, uh, Bruce, she is the wife or girlfriend. I'm not sure what their official status is right now. Partner. Of Will Osprey partner, there, I don't know what. Yeah, uh, I don't know what they're. I don't know if they're married. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know how long is enough. They are partners. Yes, they are partners. Um, she left NJPW to be in NXT UK. So, Yun, uh, it's a, it's tough for me to pick this one. What do you think, Jasper? Oh my, my money's on Blair Davenport because uh, you know it shows from before before she and um, oh. They split na daw pala. So, yeah, and they split. Deserve the man. I, I don't think uh I don't think Will deserves uh Dia here. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh I think I think Blair Davenport needs this because she just came back and it shows na she's been on a roll in putting women on the shelf and it shows. Yeah, uh, JK is right here. Blair for the win because she recently returned to NXT. Well, not recently because she's been here for quite a while. But she does need um, she she does need the people to know who she is. Because yeah. not it's everyone here watches NXT UK, right? Yeah, yeah. So must have missed because Mako Satomura, I think. But uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. She's she's doing coaching, I believe, as a performance center. But yeah, I agree that Blair needs to win. Uh, you do need to establish her as a big force in the women's division. I don't know how that's going to work out if uh, Tiffany Stratton retains, but we'll talk about that later on. Right. Mm. So again, we're, we're in agreement. Blair Davenport. So again, let's move on. Tag team championship match. Gallus versus the D'Angelo family. So I don't know if you guys have been uh, listening to our uh, audio-only um, segments on the show, but... Uh, in those parts, I talk about how I really love the uh, I really love the D'Angelo family's uh, complicated storyline. And explained them Manila last week. So uh, they're now uh, it was all a way for them to you know get back at Gallus for uh, their um, their their anime antagonism a while back, and now they have a tag team championship match. And uh, I have thoughts on this, but I wanted to get your thoughts, Jasper. Who is going to win? the NXT Tag Team Championship. This is going to be the D'Angelo family's time. I'm not, I'm not quite sure because my friend actually told me this. Uh, I don't know. I've, I, don't, I think he's watching right now. Uh, yeah. He told me What's that up, there's, a, there's a possibility that Stas is going to turn on D'Angelo. Yes! <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I was going to talk about that. Shout I, out to Kobe. I, hey, Kobe! 
<laughs> Kobe. Uh, I still think that Stax is gonna turn on the Tony because yeah. uh, there there was so much story told in the lead up to this that I don't think it's gonna be like basa-basa sila magiging friends pa rin. Yeah. So I think they're gonna lose. Stax is gonna turn, and Gallus. Uh, even though um, they're not much, honestly, as tag team champions, I, I I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Gallus, but uh, they're not. You know, they're just there as tag team champions. So I think the big story, but is gonna be uh, Tony D and Stax feuding, or maybe maybe Tony D and Stax will win and then will lose eventually, and then Stax will turn. Yeah. What up, Mon? Um. Mon from all the way on the other side of the world, just waking up, I believe, from Canada. Good morning, man. All right. So, I oh know. Well, who do you pick? Uh, so I'm guessing you pick Gallus. Gallus. Yeah. My money's on Gallus. Gallus retains, but Tony turns, says Aoi. I, that's interesting. But the money for me is on stacks turning. You know, I say right Tony away. is pretty over as a no. Tony is pretty over as a baby face. Baby face. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Gable Stevenson versus Baron Corbin. Baron already ended the career of one Olympic gold medalist, <laughs> and now he is trying to do it for a second one. Oh, it is interesting. I think we all know what's going to happen here, but Baron Corbin is also undergoing his own transformation in NXT, right? So NXT is apparently now atapunan ng mga ng mga biktima ng ano. And I'm creating the Vince McMahon. <laughs> so it's now a rehab for everyone who has had bad creative on the main roster. So it is kind of a little more complex than you than it looks. Because on one hand, you do have Gable Stevenson. Right? I mean, he is, is the golden boy of uh, American Olympic wrestling. But also, do you der- derail Baron Corbin even more? Even uh, now that he's, you know, Trying to find himself, the lone wolf returns. Yeah, but I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> he he faced um he faced his clone last week in this weird uh, tiki torch place. It's like Final Fantasy sixteen all over again <laughs> for those who got to play the game. Um, he is apparently the dark side. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> so it's weird. Eh? Um, normally you'd say Gable for the win, but you know, does Gable win here? I mean, there are reports. Here that says that let's say that um, Gable hasn't really taken well into uh, to pro wrestling just yet, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's mm. tough. I guess Baron Corbin is still the uh, main roster guy, so I don't think it's as easy as it looks. Yeah, Aoi says he is, or he might be one of the few who is actually excited to see Gable versus Baron. Cor- Corbin. That's interesting. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, 
Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I think it will be a good match. Uh, people like to underrate Baron Corbin of his, um, because of his um, really shitty Vince McMahon gimmicks. But he really is a good wrestler. He's capable in the ring. He's one of the underrated ones. Gotta say. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, definitely underrated. I, I've been a fan of Corbin even when it was cool for people to hate him. <laughs> so um, there is something there. Feeling ko yeah, nagdie down ngayon Gable hype. Mon is right here, so I think he could eat a loss here. Uh, my money is on Corbin. You say he is going through it and the transformation. So what good is the transformation, deba? If you lose right away, the whole point of the whole thing, deba, was that he lost to Carmelo Hayes. Eh? That was uh, you're gonna make him lose again. So that that's fucked up. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, my money's on yeah Baron Corbin as well. Yeah, I don't know much about Gable Stevenson in his performance in WWE except for uh. You know, a couple of German suplexes here and there, but Corbin yeah, should yeah. win because he's probably I would call him, and me and my friend Kobe would call him like the gatekeeper of NXT, and it shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you uh, want a good Gable, a good Gable is at the uh, main roster. His name's Chad Gable. <laughs> <laughs> Mon asks, "How long has it been since Gable was drafted? I believe he was drafted in the 2021 draft." Um, yeah, yeah, he was drafted to Raw, and then all of a sudden he is on NXT. Which <laughs> so yeah, so I think we're all in agreement that uh Corbin should take this one. Yeah. The North American Championship, Dirty Dom versus Mustafa Ali versus uh Wesley. All right, so it is pretty complicated. Um I don't know at this point if the Dom win last week was was planned or if it was uh, a last minute thing because um, the judgment they are so over and Dom is so over as a heel that um, they decided to boost NXT. So uh, last week it seemed like Ali versus Dom was in the cards, and then this week, uh, like I predicted, Kumabik sila and. Um, they made the triple threat like I thought they were going to do. Shampre, how do you not uh, include Wesley after he lost the championship to Dirty Dom? So uh, my pick for this is that Ali wins because I think that Wesley was supposed to graduate, quote-unquote, from the uh, North American championship scene anyway, and it was supposed to be Ali's to win. And then seeing it as a Dom because of... Uh, because of the popularity of Judgment Day, I know. I think uh, Dom's gonna probably retain. I don't think Mustafa is gonna win. What? <laughs> what? Well, you know, it's like adding coal to the fire of more hate to him. You know, and plus, it's <laughs> giving more exposure to NXT since he's bringing an NXT belt in in the main roster, and more NXT talents could come up in the main event uh, in the main roster as well. And adding also, it helps Dom in the Judgment Day storyline too. Oh, also, I'm a big Mustafa Ali fanboy, and I think he's been denied of a singles championship for so long. For so long, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I get yeah. it. Nah, this is gonna be like a big 
prominent story for Ali. I think they are headed for Ali versus Wesley. Because um, the NXT segment, the segment on NXT yesterday was Ali exhibiting signs of a heel turn, right? So he was kind of a dick to Wesley. So I think that's where the feud is headed. But I think that it should be for the championship. Because yeah, like we all want Ali to win a championship. But the guy deserves it, and he's been putting in so much work that it's so unfair that he that he doesn't get to win a championship after all this just because Dominic Mysterio is super over <laughs> as a heel. Like, oh, you did your job. You did. You did the thing. But yeah, you're right though that there is still a lot of a lot of ground to be covered with uh, Dominic being the um, the the North American champion. Yeah, I I mean I don't completely disagree with Mustafa not winning because he did deserve it because he's been handed over a lot of opportunities. Actually, he earned some, most of it, mm-hmm. I would say, but he kept losing. because I don't know why. Maybe at this point the storyline is like he's getting a little more bitter, given because uh. he kept losing and almost nagi hilter na siya bitter oham po siya tama <laughs> yeah that's true uh that is true it's just weird kasi he was already heel and then they turned him face for night of champions and then they're turning him heel again so uh ang daming pinagdadaanan ni Mustafa Ali and i just wanted to just just book him right come on guys yeah, just... he is such a good ambassador kasi to the middle east that um how do you how do you keep fucking it up it's it's, it's messed yeah. up it's messed all right let's move on Thea Hale versus Tiffany Stratton. Uh, Tiffany Stratton is the NXT Women's Champion. This is for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Thea Hale is good. Uh, prodigy. I, not so much a prodigy, but she is developing well as a wrestler, especially with the short side quest with um, Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey. But <laughs> Tiffany Stratton is pretty good, and I think she deserves but into state champion. I think this is obviously going to be a Tiffany retention. Yeah, I I do agree. It's a uh, Tiffany because though uh, Thea Hale, Hale may be good, but she's not on Tiffany's level yet. I think yeah. she's gonna be holding that belt for a while because most of the the women roster right now are not yet yet okay yet not yet in their in Tiffany's level. I don't know what's with her, but she's like the full package already because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. Uh, I think she took to pro wrestling well. Because I believe she was a gymnast um, before this. So, um, may base of, may strong base of athleticism. It's just that, um, not all athletes can um, adapt well to the pro wrestling style. I think she gets it. And then yeah. uh, she knows how to move well in the ring. She understands what she has to do in the ring. And uh, because of that, she's been rewarded. So I think Matasio Seeding, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree that she's pretty good. And I think um, this is a good run for her. All right. I it's think we're all in agreement. Yeah. Tiffany is a new Mandy Rose. I'm, I don't know what you mean by that. Because Tiffany is already fair. a lot better than Mandy Rose was here. <laughs> I mean, Mandy has developed well as a wrestler, but. Must prodigy see Tiffany here because Tiffany she didn't is... need the development air, air, uh, aid. I mean, the what? The what? The what? Tiffany didn't need the development time. No, she did. She Stop, did. Ivan. Yeah, she did. <laughs> no, have you seen her? No, Pesad. She wasn't, you know, she was still uh, pretty green in the beginning. But I mean, now oh. she is much more far along. Must refine. Uh, Julian, I'm not sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if she did because she really is a good gymnast. Uh, she's pretty good there. 
Uh, Yun, I think we're, we're in agreement. Tiffany to retain. Let's move on to the main event. Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship. Before we give the pick, what do you think of this whole storyline? Because um, to me, they were doing this weird, ambiguous face uh, tense uh, tension between Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes, which I think um, measure, is major redundant with the whole Mustafa Ali and Wesley thing, <laughs> which is why I didn't think it was um, landing well for me. Yeah, it gets a pretty little stale because you know it's 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 a very repetitive thing. Pero yeah. I hope I hope things change uh, in mon- on Monday because you know what happened right now is yung sinabi ni Ilyanik, yung he has respect for him because he's loyal because he took a he took a bullet for uh, Williams and right yeah and then it's in its time like you know you can see the intensity you can feel the intensity. Of Ilya and how he's gonna win that belt. Well, who's your pick now? Who's your pick? <laughs> Ilya. Ilya is your time. pick. Okay. It's time. Yeah, I um I agree. Uh I I think it boils down to who will go up to the main roster. Cause I feel like uh either one of these guys, if they if either one of these guys lose, they will go up. Melo has been scouted for the main roster, uh, yeah. for sure, because we've seen him interact with Seth Rollins and Seth Finn Rollins. Balor. Yeah, yeah. But Ilya has, is what is what uh, a long tenured veteran and deserving. Yeah, he's been rumored for plans to join Imperium. Oh, so no. either of these guys could make could you know could both win the championship and could go to the main roster. So main I roster. don't know who to pick here. Uh, I do want to pick Ilya because. Um, he does deserve it, but also I do also want him to go to the main roster. So I do not know who I'm gonna pick yeah. here. Uh he, he's done it. He's done most of the things because NXT. If he wins the NXT belt, he's gonna be the first wrestler to win the UK champion and then the NXT belt too. Yeah. Like about. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Niba? Really? Yeah. Damn. He won't. <laughs> ah yeah, yeah. Because Pete yeah, right, Pete right. Pete Dunne, Dunne. I mean, if you're gonna consider yung Kebron break yung when they unified the belt, ah, no, no, that doesn't count. No, it doesn't <laughs> count. Okay, so yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with an Ilya win because I feel okay. like WWE values Carmelo Hayes and maybe more. Trick Williams more as characters. Yeah, but maybe what if what if they do a Trick Williams turn? I feel like that's also possible. Maybe may naamoy ako eh, na. Feeling coming to turn, Silla. It's a lot of backstabbing in wrestling. Yeah, I know, but, but you know, <laughs> it's it's a thing in wrestling. You know, a lot of backstabbing goes on. It happens. You know? Mellow and Trick did meet up with Bobby. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I saw that but on for, on SmackDown. So okay, so yeah, that kind of solidifies it all. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, Ilya wins so that Mellow can move up. All right. Yeah. All right. That's it for our um. Are we done for our NXT Great American Bash predictions? Uh, we have one more thing to talk about for WWE, but we will go to a break first and hear from our fellow podcast and podcast Africa Asia for one more time. Okay, before uh, so again, we have AW left to talk about, but before we do that, we have an AW adjacent topic. Uh, let's move on. Let's show the slides, Jasper. All right, so Brian Pillman has apparently signed with WWE after his AEW contract expired. I don't know if 
Tony Khan didn't renew him or he just decided not to renew. But uh, the son of Brian Pillman is headed to um, his home, WWE. And uh, Jasper, did you follow Brian Pillman Jr.? Because he wasn't that much of a featured player in AEW because he was kind of still in his developmental um, stage. So uh, he was mostly on Dark, and then he did a few spots on Dynamite, especially when they were in Cincinnati, his hometown. So what do you think yeah. of this? Uh, to be honest, I could, uh, uh, I'm interested where they're taking Brian Pillman Jr. in WWE because I'm a little fan of him during Young Feud yeah. with Malakai. But right, right. unfortunately, he got, he got really lost in the shuffle after all that. Young Nocturne, C, Julia Hart, and all. And I don't know if it's just Tony Khan booking at this point, but but I did see some potential on him during those times. I just hope na you know like he doesn't do the co- uh, he doesn't copy the gimmick of Mister Senior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think he will. Mind, I say, Shepard, that was controversial. Albert <laughs> asks, uh, "What happened to the Varsity Blondes?" Well, they kind of stopped teaming because I think Griff Garrison got injured. That was. Um, then Brian Pillman just started teaming with other people. I think he teamed with Brock Anderson. Um, this is someone from Dark as well. So to me, uh, I feel like um, Tony Khan not utilizing Brian Pillman Jr. as much was a miss because people love Brian Pillman Sr. Right? Like um, people, I, Brian Jr. was kind of uh, medjo, uh, a dumb kid, but um, he had potential. And I think that he should have been given time and exposure the same way um, Tony Khan would give the time to guys like Jungle Boy and Hook. So, yeah. so I think WWE got a big, uh, big, uh, kind of a big acquisition in the son of Brian Pillman. So, um, I done. Julian asks if he's going to get a name change. Maybe considering the way they have tried to um, trademark names in NXT, because uh, Braun Breaker didn't become a Steiner in NXT, so <laughs> there is a good chance that um, they could rename him. That they could rename him, but at the same time, Dragon Lee didn't get a name change. So who knows? Maybe they will bank on the Brian Pillman Jr. Um, name. It's possible. I, I think both can happen. I think there's a good 50-50 chance that uh, both will happen. But um, with the way that they produce and develop talents in the performance center, I've seen, I mean, you guys have seen how good the NXT guys are right now. Uh, Brian Pillman developing in NXT in the performance center. Going to be big for him. So watch out for that. Hell yeah. Right. Uh, let's move on to AEW. Before we... Uh, no. Before we talk about our uh, scheduled AEW topic here, uh, just wanted to bring up <laughs> the background I have. <laughs> Pop versus Gravity, booked by Tony Khan. So apparently Gravity is the younger brother of Bandito. So that's how he got a spot. I, say, I was wondering how, why does this random luchador named Gravity have a spot on AEW and ROH? So this is the answer because he is the brother of Bandito. And uh, Tony Khan, Shepard, it's an in-joke to people who watch NXT. He booked him against Pac, who used to be the, the man, man Gravity forgot. Because, as, uh, if, you don't, if you didn't know that, <laughs> if you didn't know that, Excalibur explained it on commentary. <laughs> to me, I'm Boba. I mean, I'm Boba in a, in a good way. Uh, 
so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so Tony Khan, Tony Khan really booked a match between Gravity and Pac so that everyone can make the joke about Pac being the man Gravity forgot. Buti na lang, ano, na lang with uh, the, the current feud versus Claudio Castagnoli. So, meron pa rin something. But, God, it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. But he just left though. It made you laugh, but for like one minute when they did the whole thing, yeah. thing of the match, I just forget about it. Or where Pac was saying, oh, "Look at me, it's me. I'm the guy you." <laughs> God, Jesus. Yeah. You So let's move on to AEW. Uh, one thing that we'll talk about, um, AEW was kind of uneventful this week, um, other than the fact that John Moxley is now targeting Orange Cassidy for the International Championship, and um, AR Fox has joined Mogul uh, Embassy. We have the rise of Ricky Starks. So, if you guys have watched Collision regularly, they're doing their own thing on Collision. So, must WWE yung style sa Collision. Last last Saturday they did the whole um. Adam Pierce thing where they opened the show with a segment and then they booked that show's main event in that segment. So usually like I said, what Dynamite does or what Tony Khan does for Dynamite is that they announce next week's show entirely. Right? So you know what's coming. So for this one, they are focusing on their core group of guys and then they're apparently making matches for the main event. So that's now in AEW. And um to me, it's weird because they are literally copying the WWE playbook and they still won't admit that they're copying from the WWE playbook. <laughs> okay. The part where it bothers me is where uh, Tony Khan is so pretty bitter about the WWE and then yung pala, yung pala they'll um, style. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Leia says, uh, Starks will turn heel and then turn face. He already turned heel, man. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's going to turn face, but he already turned heel. CM Punk is very clearly a face because even though he gets booed uh, in some places, he is still um, pretty much a good guy that they are pushing as a guy to cheer for. So in a sense, he is John Cena with an edge. You know? So, Yun, uh, what, what do you think about Ricky Starks? Though, Because for me, Ricky Starks was doing just fine as a face because he got over as an organic baby face after the implosion. Yeah. yeah, by himself um, after the implosion of Team Taz. And then Tony Khan didn't want to do anything big with him after that. And now uh, he's um, pushing him, but as a heel. So parang sayang na. But uh, to be fair, though, he's really killing it as a heel. So yeah. what, do you, what do you think of this? Um, is this much better for him? Oh, well, in my opinion, I just feel a little nostalgic about this heel turn. Because if, if I'm not mistaken, this is... Why, why? Well, but when he held the FTW belt, he was a heel with the with Taz crew, the, the, the Taz crew with Hobbs and Hook. He was doing a little well during yeah, that yeah. time, but I wouldn't deny that he's doing really uh. better nowadays. But but you know, uh why why are they booking Ricky Starks as a heel when when he's winning, but when he's losing, they book him as a babyface. That's a little <laughs> it's so weird, it's so weird. Coincidence, and especially yeah, now that he's working with Punk. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, to be fair, because I mean, must made that 
acting siya as a heel. Um, I can't deny that he's really good as a yeah, heel, as a cocky heel. Um, his his swag, his swagger is off the charts when he's a heel. I don't think I said that translate as much. That translates as much as a face. Like he tries, but in but when he is a dick, he, when he's an arrogant dick, that that he is much more fun to watch. <laughs> so I'm kind of conflicted because I really wanted to cheer him. It's like MJF. You really want to cheer MJF. So you want him to do cheerable things. So now that he has to um, be a heel and I have to boo him, technically, it's kind of sad. Because it's aligned yung gusto natin for, uh, for him. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think in the chat? Like, um, is Ricky Starks much better this way, or is he? Uh, did you want to see him as a face? Did you want to cheer for him as a face? Um, but I do think though that this heel character is good. It's what he needs to um, yeah. take him to the top. Because so you're right. Uh, he was doing this when he was FTW champion, and he it was working for him. And I think they are headed for a specific world championship feud between him, him and Punk. God, so, but I, I think they're doing this thing <laughs> where they might be introducing a second championship for Collision because you know Punk is still talking about the the whole uh, I'm I'm champion because you didn't beat me. Oh, there's Kobe. What up, Kobe? CM <laughs> Punk ain't telling no lies, as he said. Uh, I guess, yeah. Uh, so they're they're still harping on the fact that Punk is still champion, even though uh, they're not pushing it so much right now. But it's still in his back pocket, so. Feeling um they are headed for a world championship thing for collision itself. So what do you think? Do you, do you think that's gonna happen too? I hope so. I'm just hoping that he gets to be what he ha- he has to be. Cause I I think being a heel, uh, I think him being a heel is his forte. Na. I, it's no doubt about it. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Uh in wrestling, then there are people who are made to be heels and be there are people who are made yeah. to be ha- faces. So it, it is just a thing that happens. So yeah. Um I guess uh the future is bright for uh absolute Ricky Starks. Yeah, that's it for our wrestling talk for this week. It's kind of a light week, especially with only one uh PLE of NXT happening on Monday. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be much more loaded when we talk about when we get back to the stream um, on Thursday next week. Yon, uh, let's get to our plugs. Jasper, do you have any plugs? No, but I have a shout out. Shout out to my my tag team partner, Kobe. Hey, Hello. what up, Kobe? Why are you tag team partners? Can you talk about that? Now we're just a little bit. We've we've been we've been friends since Kinder, and we started like a wow. wrestling club. In grade school, what I was, a I was no, no, like, uh, like, uh, like we imitate wrestlers, and I imitated uh, <laughs> the party. I kept, the, I kept uh, diving in the library book, uh, library shelves. I think <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. Yeah, we got banned for a year there. Oh, that but so. because you know you're not supposed to try this at home and in school or anywhere. No. That's why they say that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, that's what. What year lot. was this? What year was this? Like grade three or grade four? Yeah. What What year was that? Uh, I think uh, this is like uh, what year was Jeff Hardy was a WWE champion when he beat WWE champion two thousand nine. I am fucking beat. old. I was nineteen <laughs> in, uh, in that year. <laughs> Jesus, champ Bruce, would you recognize if you were a school admin? Would you recognize a club of kids wrestling <laughs> each other for real, for real, and jumping it's off of shelves? 
Yeah, it's the Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Dapat lang naban kayo. But anyway. Yeah. All right. For my plugs, I have a couple of plugs to get to. First off, Unmasked Episode 7 is out today, earlier this morning. So, uh, walang uh, stories about the old days for this week. It's the first episode kasi, that we have recorded since uh, the show premiered. So, uh, we had a, a mid-season catch-up, if you, you will, between myself and ABL. And uh, we talk about our vacations. I went to Singapore and I trained um, wrestling with Grapple Max there for one night. Could have trained more, but I didn't because I you know, had to do some vacation things. If I come back soon, maybe I will. So, yeah, now please catch that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, if you have, um, if you want to learn more about the stories and my stories and my, uh, my time as a wrestler, as an active wrestler, please uh, go follow and subscribe and listen to uh, Unmasked. And if you haven't watched or if you haven't listened to the other episodes yet, please do. I guarantee it's going to be fun. If you don't know much about Philippine wrestling, that's a good place to start. And speaking of Philippine wrestling, we have a TV deal. Manila Wrestling Federation Ooh. is on RJ's Rock of Manila TV. We officially launched the channel earlier this week. And uh, we have a schedule now. I believe uh, it's going to air. MWF Action Nevada TV is going to air on uh, Rock of Manila TV on Mondays. Just checking the uh, official time, but I believe it's either seven or nine. Uh, sorry, I'm so bad at plugging, but um, it's going to be on prime time. I think it's at nine p.m. or seven. Wait, wait, I thought I'm like checking it, checking it right now. But you can catch it <laughs> on Sky Cable uh, channel two two nine or two nine nine. Shit, I'm so bad. But it's also going to be on digital. Uh, digital cable boxes uh, on um, RJ Manila's Rock of Rock of Manila TV's Facebook page and YouTube. So please do catch that. Uh, siempre, um, uh, yeah, Sky Cable two two nine free TV channel twenty nine point four. Remember, parang channel twenty nine point four. So you don't have to have cable. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you <laughs> if you don't have cable, it's on free TV. It's on digital TV boxes as well. Uh, so yon, it's confirmed Mondays at nine. Tapos siempre, uh, yon. Thank you, Julian. Mas uh, mas mas alam mo pa yung schedule kesa sa akin. <laughs> and not only that, uh, the original Pinoy Wrestling will also be showing on Rock of Manila TV on Tuesdays at nine PM as well. So if you want to catch the old uh, the 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 older Philippine wrestling. The uh the OGs who have paved the way for uh, for all of us here, you could catch that on Rock of Manila TV as well. So alam nila may may demand for the OG Pinoy wrestling guys, the OG Pinoy wrestling footage. And I saw from our friends who were there at the launch that they have the entire library of tapes from the Pinoy wrestling days. So I think you will be getting the whole deal. Um, Champion, I think uh, they'll be they'll be airing it sequentially on Rock of Manila TV. So please do catch that again. It's on Sky Cable two two nine free TV channel twenty nine point four and digital TV boxes and the YouTube and Facebook live streams of Rock of Manila TV. Yon and Champion, if you want to catch the episodes before they air on Rock of Manila TV, there is still gang. So uh, you can go subscribe to Gank. Uh, Gank subscribers get the episodes first. ManilaWrestling.com for only ten dollars. That's around six hundred pesos. Um, 
600 pesos for gank. I say they are trying to make money as well. So uh, get gank coins. You can pay via Gcash, debit card, and credit card. And there are so many ways to pay and support your local wrestlers and the local wrestling scene on Manila Wrestling Federation. Please, guys, please watch the TV broadcast. I say the work we do, uh, myself, the work I do as a, commenta- a commentator and announcer, uh, you can only hear that on TV broadcast. Because uh, watching it live is one thing. Um, it's a different experience, but the final polished, finished product is on TV. So, Yon, please, please do support us uh, as we, you know, take Philippine wrestling back to the television airwaves. It's been what you've been, it's been what you were asking for. So, at the now. Yeah. please follow us on TikTok as well at Wrestling2XPod, on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod, on Instagram and Facebook at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, coming threads. Eh. So, <laughs> so and again, uh, once threads figures out how to do the switching of accounts really easily, we'll we'll get on threads. But yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter as well at Roizwar at underscore Stancy at EML underscore Meister at Monday Night Rowan that's N-I-T-E and at Chino Supersize to you know hear more of our wrestling takes on Twitter so Yun if you want to talk wrestling with us you can talk to us over there Yun that's it for this week's episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast thank you to Babyface producer Jasper for being here with me and Shempre the other producers and uh, managers and staff of uh, Podcast Network Asia you guys uh are great for doing what you do and uh tuloy, tuloy na ang ating, uh, ang ating experience on podcast network asia so for uh, babyface producer jasper and for my missing co-hosts <laughs> who are not here this has been ro moran and this has been the wrestling wrestling podcast guys please stay safe please stay dry and warm at home please be nice be good and do well wherever it, uh, wherever it is, whether you're working or at school, right? Resting, resting podcast out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.